Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stoltz, back with another show. And in today's show, I'm talking about the CrossFit Games and some things that you can learn from CrossFit since the CrossFit Games are upon us. I thought this was relevant to today's um, time, I guess, the time of this episode being released. I wanted to do this type of episode for a while. I have done this type of episode before. Maybe you've heard that one as well, things we can learn from CrossFitters. But this is a new list about things that I took and uh, you could also take from CrossFit athletes since the games are on right now as we speak. Today's show is, you know, it's really always brought to you by you guys, the listeners. You are the ones that support the podcast. You are the ones that help it grow, thrive, reach more people, and make me want to keep doing it as a host um the big thing i guess the homework for today go follow me on instagram if you're not following me there what are you doing that's the place where you can ask your questions to be answered on the podcast make sure you're getting the content you want out of the fitness food and freedom show uh it's stoltz fit on instagram s-t-o-l-z-f-i-t i will uh write that out spell that out in the description of the show thanks for joining me for this episode Three things we can learn from CrossFitters. The average gym rat, what can he learn from the CrossFit Games? Let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everybody? Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Triple F Podcast, Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Back with another show, and in today's show, I kind of wanted to talk about something that's relevant to today, right? So, uh, yesterday was the first day of the 2019 CrossFit Games. Um, I didn't actually watch them. They are during the daytime, and I do work full-time, so I was not able to watch them live, but I did watch some of the highlights, I guess, or at least I skipped through some of the YouTube video uh, about day one and watched the men's single event, the women's single event just to kind of see what was going on. And today I followed a couple accounts on Instagram and Twitter that got some updates to me. I really find it interesting as someone who does not CrossFit, as someone who isn't necessarily interested in that type of training, I still find it super interesting. I still think that there's a ton of things that we can learn from physical specimens. And that's really what these people are, are incredible, incredible athletes, very, very physical, very, very athletic people and uh, really have trained their whole life for this. And I think it's viable no matter if you CrossFit or not. Maybe you are someone who trolls CrossFit and does not like them. You can still learn something and you should be open-minded to that to be able to learn something from a sport like CrossFit and these athletes who have put so much time and dedication into their training. Um, I have a list of three things that I want to talk about today. And let's get right down to the episode. Let's start with number one. All right, so number one is going to be about weighted calisthenics, something that's, I think, underrated in a lot of people's training programs, a lot of people's um, 
once they get past the beginner stage, a lot of times they'll throw calisthenics out the window and say, you know, that's for beginners. You want to start with your body weight exercises. It's something kids do. Or if you don't have any equipment, you can do this. I think calisthenics and especially weighted calisthenics are going to play a very, very important part in anyone's training, no matter if you're advanced, intermediate, novice, whatever you are, uh, weighted calisthenics are a great way to go. Now, the difference, right, between a weighted exercise or something with a barbell or dumbbell or any kind of implement and weighted calisthenics is that with a weighted exercise with a barbell or dumbbell or something, you're moving that object through space, right? You're essentially making your body into a lever and moving the weight through a certain path. In a calisthenics exercise, you are locked down somewhere on your body and moving your body through space. So think a pull-up, think a push-up. You can see how your body is the thing moving, not the object, right? Which can be really helpful, which should, I think, be a part of somebody's training is to be able to move your body around. And I think these exercises are really beneficial too, right? If you look at the CrossFit games, what are they including that is... Um, what are they including that is a bodyweight exercise or a calisthenics movement? Well, there is hanging leg raises, right? Toe to bar is what CrossFitters call them, but that is a bodyweight exercise. Great for the abs. I think, you know, pull-ups, whether you agree with CrossFit's form of pull-ups or not, doesn't really matter, right? What they're doing with kipping is essentially just creating efficient pull-ups so they don't fatigue as fast. Uh, you can do help you can do pull-ups however you prefer. Maybe you want to control them a little bit more. Maybe you just want to see how many you can get and you allow yourself a little body English. That's up to you. But all in all, the pull-up is a fantastic exercise. You're moving your body through space. You are you know, really working the back. You're really working the arms. You're really working the grip even as you get weight on you. Uh, I think it's great. And even a push-up, which they don't really do in CrossFit as much, but I thought I would mention it. Push-up is a fantastic exercise and one of actually, in my opinion, the best presses you can do as long as you can weight it properly. Um, it's really good for the serratus. It's really good for correctional movements as well, which is all something I can get into in another show. Um, handstands, probably the last one that they do use in CrossFit, right? Doing handstand push-ups, handstand walking. That's all great for shoulder st stability and even strength if you're able to weight it properly, which is usually the challenge with calisthenics movements, which is why advanced people don't typically use them, right? Because they are harder to add resistance to in a way that you can track. Uh, you can do more difficult movements, or you can be adding weight like weighted vests or belt with weights hanging off of it. Those are different ways to do it, but I just wanted to make the quick point that they are very valuable exercises, and just because they're a little trickier to load, just because they might be more taxing to do, I wouldn't say they need to be out of your program, right? Don't think a lat pull-down does the exact same thing as a pull-up. Uh, it, it doesn't, right? In the form of muscle groups work. Now, if you're thinking, what is the best lat builder? Uh, you know, a lat pull-down probably is just as good, and it probably isn't going to fatigue you as much. But if you're talking about general athleticism, something about moving your body, right? Even mobility, hanging from the bar, uh, being more coordinated, linking your body together as one chain, the pull-up is going to be more useful, and that goes for all bodyweight movements. So, big fan of calisthenics. I say use them if you can. Make them your main movement for a while and see what kind of progress you have. I'm guessing the body part you want to grow or strengthen will explode because of how effective these are. So try instead of focusing on something like a deadlift, focus on something like a weighted pull-up for a while 
instead of focusing on a bench press, try to do a weighted dip or something, uh, maybe a weighted push-up or maybe a handstand push-up, and watch yourself feel better in your joints, uh, move better, be more athletic, and your body work together as a whole. All right, that brings me to number two, and this actually isn't a positive of the CrossFit Games. This is a negative. I am going to pick on them a little bit. Um, it's that the Olympic lifts are a very technical movement. Now, I was watching the men's highlights of event one of day one, and um, I watched Matthew Frazier, who pretty much wins every year and probably will win this year, um, just perfectly execute snatches over and over again. And they were in an event where they had a circuit involved legless rope climbs, a 400-meter run, and some snatches that was repeat uh, that was repeated a few times, and it was interesting to watch. It was fun to watch. I think that the thing that really stood out to me was that while the people right behind Matt Frazier were missing snatches here and there, uh, Matt Frazier hit every single one perfectly. The tech, the technical aspect of it was spot on, and he never missed a rep. And that in general can be applied to your training and if you decide to do something like crossfit or if you're a crossfitter keep in mind that the olympic lifts are a very technical movement and doing olympic lifts for high reps in a circuit fashion is dangerous and that is something that you need to keep in mind if you decide to try something like crossfit if you see a crossfit workout that calls for 21 cleans or you know snatches for high reps or it's in it's when you're in a fatigue state Keep in mind that unless you are very proficient in that movement, you are you're a master of that movement, which Matt Frazier is. He started out Olympic lifting, right? Unless you're that person, it's going to be a lot more difficult for you uh, to not get hurt. So keep that in mind and be careful with those movements. But you can also translate this this concept to other areas as well, right? So form mastery, I think is very, very important. It will go a long way, everybody, if you can master your exercises. If you are very, very good at bench pressing, you're gonna be a better bench presser, you're gonna be stronger. If you're very, very good at um, squatting, you're gonna be very, very strong at that over time. It's going to keep you more healthy, it's going to make you way better at the movement to practice it and be good at it, right? So take what they do in Olympic lifts, all the practice technique work, apply that to every other lift, right? I was talking about the weighted pull-up. Maybe you just get very good at doing pull-ups. You're not just flopping around on the bar trying to get your chin over. You know exactly what angle your body needs to be at, where to pull your elbows, how to grip the bar, where to think about your finger coming in contact with the bar, all those things. You're going to be way better at pull-ups and then if you're focusing on them, you're going to get way stronger in that movement as well. Uh, so those two things you can take from that point is the Olympic lifts really, I don't think, should be done for a lot of people. You could do poles and things like that, which are pretty pretty safe in general. But be careful with the Olympic lifts. Don't do them for high reps or when you're fatigued. And try to practice form mastery on everything. All right, and the last thing of this short list that you can learn from the CrossFit Games is uh, it, it is to work on your weaknesses, to work on your weak links. I was telling you about this event that I was watching, right? This was the 400-meter run, three legless rope climbs, and some snatches. Yes, the snatches are kind of what set Matt Frazier apart, but 
you saw a lot of other competitors fall off at the rope climbs and I don't literally mean fall off of the ropes I just mean uh, falling way behind because their grip was failing and I think this is a good lesson for us as gym rats as meatheads as average gym goers uh, that your weak link is what defines you when it comes to time to test right and if you're talking about something even more simple than a rope climb like let's talk about a deadlift uh, if your lower back is what's the weakest if you know maybe that's your weak link that is what's going to stop you from increasing weight as you test the movement right you're going to be doing work at that movement over time maybe it's your it's your lockout right if your lockout's not strong your deadlift is going to be limited by your lockout strength it might be easier to picture in terms of bench press if your chest is your weak link it's going you're going to be held back by what you can press off of your chest if your triceps are the weak link you're going to be held back by what you can lock out at the top of the rep right so in this case in the crossfit games it was the grip that was the weak link which is trickier to train right and it's harder to keep up but everyone's backs and arms are plenty strong to hang in there with matt frazier it was just that their grip was failing and the grip became the weak link and held them from performing at their best that they probably could with their back and their arms so the the long story short there is to work on your weaknesses figure out what movement in your training this is a programming tip right now figure out what movement is your quote-unquote competition lift or the lift that you really want to get better at and identify where your weaknesses are in that right so if like for me for example um if i'm doing something like um, an overhead press right which is something that i'm focusing on kind of as a competition lift in my own training my triceps are pretty strong once i get it about over my forehead i'm able to lock out the weight no problem so what i'm doing is instead of doing push presses instead of doing high pin overhead presses right which would be working the triceps overloading that area working working on the weaknesses i'm doing stuff like z presses where you're sitting on the floor i'm doing seated shoulder presses i'm doing um i'm doing pause overhead press where i'm doing wide overhead press these things that are working the shoulders more in that bottom range of motion because that is my weakness so i, I pick my lift identify the weakness in the lift and i'm working on those weaknesses and rotating those exercises in my program so uh, if you were trying to get better at a uh let's 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 use the weighted pull-up example again right let's say your grip fails you can't hang on to the bar which is the place i was in when i first started doing pull-ups was i could pull myself over the bar but i you know in in the pull-up i just couldn't hold on to the bar i just couldn't hold myself on there so i had to work on grip do some bar hangs i had to pause at the bottom of the reps i had to uh you know i what i didn't want to do is use straps or something like that or go to lat pull downs just because of grip right because that would be going around your weakness i wanted to work on the weakness and make that not a weakness anymore uh, so that's essentially what i did and that's something you can put in your own training work on those weaknesses and you'll be in a good place that'll of course look different for everybody but it's something you can put in your own training uh, and do as you please with that information, but don't let something hold you back because it's your weak link. If it's something like your grip, it might be a little more complicated. If it's something like your triceps, it might be pretty easy, but your programming should be based around strengthening your, your weaknesses. And those are the three things you can learn from the CrossFit Games as the average gym rat. It's a good list. It's something that we all need to put in our own programming. We shouldn't knock a type of training just because it's different than what we do. 
they're athletes, they're strong, they're mobile, they're conditioned, and the CrossFit games are very, very fun to watch. Thanks for joining me for another show. Go follow me on Instagram at StoltzFit if you're interested in more, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.